With a decade in the network marketing profession, Stacy Hall and Nicole Dobere have created a lot of success, both in their online business and in helping thousands of others do the same. Stacy and Nicole bring a wealth of knowledge from having coached countless six and seven figure earners. Scaling your online business has never been this fun. So grab a drink, a notepad and pen and get ready to change your life. really happy about this because we want to give you some applicable steps today because then what is what is what is king in network marketing stacy what's king? conversations baby okay it's really interesting because i was listening to fraser brooks and he said culture is is queen right and he said content is king and i'm like wow isn't that interesting that that fraser doesn't share the same idea and i think it's because he's looking at you know what comes first the egg or the chicken and i think that's where he is he's thinking about in order to get in a conversation which is the most important thing how do you get into conversations is it your content right is it your content so it's really really interesting because a lot of people don't have and this is my personal opinion but it's also my opinion based on stats based on all the people i've ever coached not everybody has the gift of social media or marketing or content, but I can tell you right now, I have seen people that have like zero personality that were, were juggernauts at numbers. Like they would literally reach out to a thousand people and have the same results as somebody that was doing well because of their marketing content. So it depends on where you live because not everybody's the same. We cannot push a green into a blue and a red into a yellow. Frazier's allowed to be wrong, by the way. Yes, I, I do believe he, I'm not going to call him wrong. I'm going to say, I believe that we teach it differently because I want people, and this is how I see it. You can see a lot of influencers like Frazier, anybody else is going to talk about add value, add value, add value, add value. And everybody gets really pumped up and they walk out of wherever they're sitting and watching this so excited and they jump on their phone and they're like, okay, what am I going to do? I'm so excited. What am I going to post? Where am I going to post? Who am I talking to? Oh my God, I am overwhelmed. And now I'm not gonna do anything. And that's where I feel like McGraw sat down with me and Stacy and said, oh my gosh, you guys, I've never seen anybody talk about detail the way you talk about detail. Because we know as network marketers that are still building businesses that a tool belt is more important than making you feel good. <laughs> We would love to make you feel good, but that's not always the most important because we don't require anybody's approval on how they feel about what we say. I would rather have somebody's approval on what this has done for their business and confidence. Yeah, man. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this. If Frazier was in this room, um, I mean, obviously the guy's amazing and he's funny, so I really like him. But <clears throat> the reason I say that conversation is king as opposed to content is because the sale does not take place in the comments of your post. The only time that a sale will take place in comments is if you are highly influential. So if you're, if you're Frazier or you're Jesse Lee Ward, yeah, they probably make sales all day long on their posts. 
But that isn't the case for people's teams for the most part. That isn't the case for most people, even people who are in other types of sales. The sale takes place during a conversation. So somebody could be really amazing at creating content. If they can't translate the content into a conversion through the conversation, they're still not going to build a business. They'll build an audience. And we know there are tons of people who do that, don't we? Lots of people on Instagram and TikTok in particular who have massive audiences and they aren't making a dime. It's sad because they don't know how to make the transition between great content and a conversion. So that's my argument. Uh, but I do agree that culture is queen. Culture is really important. Anyway, this isn't a room about what we agree and disagree with about <laughs> Brooks. We're actually wanting to help you figure out how to tap into the resources that are already in your network. Because, you know, we talked, I think yesterday about the fact that the number one question we get asked is where can I find people to talk to? People don't have people to talk to. And one of the first places I like to direct people to when I'm coaching them is people that are already in their network. Because I think we overlook that. You have a ton of people. I was coaching someone the other day and I was giving them suggestions. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sandra. Happy birthday to you. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Hubs. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sandra. I had to do that because sometimes she like jumps in and jumps out while she's walking the dog. So I had to make sure we got her. Um, I was coaching someone the other day about how to reach out to people in their network. And what I said was, well, how many followers do you have on Facebook? And they were like, I think it was 21 or 22,000. And I'm like, wow, that that's great. 22,000 people. That's 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 pretty good. How many of them have you reached out to? <laughs> None. None. She's like, I, I didn't even really think about that. And I'm like, well, think about it because people who are following you on Facebook, especially Instagram, they have to follow you if they want to see their, your content. So yes, it's obvious, but people don't tend to think about it on Facebook. When someone chooses to follow you on Facebook, they've made a decision that they want to see your stuff in their feed. That's a lead. That's 22,000 leads sitting there. So you should absolutely be reaching out to them. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about people who are already in your network. I know some of you are already thinking, well, I don't have 22,000 people. I know. Okay, it's fine. I don't either. It's okay. Not all of us. Not all of us can be Nicole Domare with a hundred thousand followers on Facebook, right? Stop yourself. But, <laughs> but there are other places where you do have followers, and you do have people paying attention, and you do have people watching you, and you may not be paying attention. So let's unpack that. My husband is having way more fun than an adult human should be having right now with chasing the cats okay well, okay he's chasing the cats that sounds like something my husband would have fun with <laughs> they're both cat guys i love it okay 
so let me, I want to tell you what happened this morning. Don't think that Stacy and I don't have butterflies if we're reaching out to people that were like, oh, you're kind of, you have like, you have like crushes on people that are just really blowing it up because they're so magnetic and you're so drawn to them and they could be entertaining. Don't think that we don't feel that way. I want you to understand that, please, the concept of reaching out to people, you're not always going to feel like it. You're certainly not going to, you know, feel like it if it's somebody that you think is, kind of a celebrity and they probably get hit up all the time and and you're like oh god i don't want to really do this but wow if they're not monetizing holy crap you know what's important it's not about helping them but helping their people and when you can think like that when you can get out of your head about just trying to make a transaction with that person or convince them that what you do could be a fit for them and you actually think oh my gosh this person is connected to thousands upon thousands of people that come to them every day to get like their little caffeine injection of um, good content or entertainment or laughs, whatever it is. Think about those people that are all sitting at home escaping in social media because their life is a wreck because of the recession. I want you to just think about that. See, those are the people that you want to contact. So every single contact is attached to people. And your mission is to make massive impact. So when you get out of your comfort zone and start talking to people that give you butterflies, I want you to imagine that is an IPA towards that massive impact. That could lead to something extraordinary, extraordinary. And I want you to remember also at the end of the day, you're not trying to make money off of people. You will not get paid if someone else doesn't get paid. That means that you have to do the work in order to get paid. You've got to help somebody else do the work in order to get paid. If that helps you see yourself properly to get into more conversations, then please allow it to. I'm giving you permission, please. But I was, um, okay, so like two, three days ago, I was scrolling and I never do, but I think I was looking for something and I can't even remember what I was looking for, but I always have an intention when I'm scrolling and I was scrolling on Facebook and I came across this woman that made me laugh out loud. I don't laugh out loud often, but when I do, I don't forget who it you is. You laugh out loud every single day when you okay. have conversations with me. No, 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 <laughs> you don't count. I'm talking about like reels, like reels. Most of the time reels make my eyes roll because I'm like, oh, that was horrible. But this reel was hilarious. And it was her husband filming her. She was behind her counter in the kitchen holding her baby that's probably about four or five months old. And he's like, what? Wow. He's holding his phone up recording her. And he's like, this woman is hot. <laughs> and he was talking about his wife, but she saw him looking at his phone, right? Whether this was planned or not, it seemed incredibly authentic. And she's like, oh yeah. And she's uh, cute as a button, right? Really? Does she, can she sit down and eat an entire bag of potato chips in one sitting? Can she walk around and wear big shoulder pads like this? Can she push a babe? And I'm just, she went on and on and on. And it was making fun of herself. It was self-deprecating. And he was laughing so hard. And I'm like, this woman is freaking hilarious. So then I start looking at everything she does and she's totally funny and a spaz, right? Maybe 25 years old. I'm sitting there watching her and I couldn't stop. I felt like I got 10 minutes worth of value because I laughed so hard and she made me feel good. She made me feel good as a mom that makes mistakes all the time because she makes fun of herself, but in such a great way, right? Just reminding you of the little things that we do every day that always keeps us in our head about being the best, right? And I reach out to her. I have butterflies, you guys. 
I had butterflies and it was a simple message. I was not about to sit there and diatribe, monologue, nothing like that. I'm like, girl, you are freaking hilarious. And that's all I wrote. She wrote me back. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I said, listen, are you monetizing? Please tell me that you're making money by making people laugh. You have to be doing something. She wrote back and said, I'm not. And I'm really thinking about it, but I don't even know where to start. And I don't even know what I'm passionate about. It has to be something that I really love. You know, if I'm going to share it with people, it's like, she's already in the right mindset. So we're in conversations already. And I told her whether or not you want to partner with my company or another company, let me help you. Because what does that mean? I'm not transactional. I want to make a massive impact. And that is a trust factor that we have to keep in mind when we're reaching out to people. If we're in our head about a transaction, we're never really going to see the conversation properly. We're never going to really say the right things. We have to let the transaction go and we have to build that relationship. And it's not building rapport, you guys. It's creating it. That was taken care of with the icebreaker of me edifying her comedy. She loved that. Clearly, there's a lot of people on the internet on social media platforms that want to be seen and heard for something. And if it's something that's your jam and you're attracted to it, those are your people. Those are your people. So it's not just about people watching you. It's about the people you're watching too. And so we're going to give you a step on that. I'm going to hand this back over to Stacy. But before this room ends, which we only have five minutes, before this room ends, we're going to give you a quick step, something that you can do today that's going to make you feel like you're making that massive impact because it begins with getting seen, being heard, and edifying others. Stacy. Yeah, absolutely. So the key is, you know, it's we've we've recognized over the last several months that people are they for the most part they're very nervous about reaching out to people and I think if we can break it down into smaller steps and make it more doable, people will get out of their head. Because if you're reaching out to people thinking, I have to mention my business, I have to mention my products, then if, if, that, if you're fearful of that, if sales scares you, or you, you're worried about what they're gonna think, you're gonna be in your head, or worse yet, you won't do it at all. So we just want people to exercise the muscle of starting conversations. That's more important than anything. Now, you know how we feel about building rapport. We are not fans of it. It's fakey fakerson, it makes people feel ick, and it also often doesn't lead anywhere because you spend months just chit-chatting and not asking the question. Um, but I am a fan of creating rapport, which Nicole just talked about. So there's, we really want you to get into the habit of just starting conversations. And don't worry about bringing up your company or your business on that first message. We're not doing cold market prospecting for this type of exercise. This is different. So who's watching you? If you have friends <clears throat> or followers that you haven't talked to, reach out to those people, especially your followers, okay? Because followers didn't send you a friend request or maybe they did and you haven't accepted it and they've chosen to follow you because they like something they saw. So reach out to those people and say, thanks so much for the follow. I really appreciate that. It's not a small thing. I'm curious, what made you decide to follow me? This, this, or this. Give them a couple of options that are, are related to what you do. And when you do that, you're also planting the seed because you're letting them know what you do. And they may have been aware of only one of those three things. Now they're aware of all three. Or maybe they weren't aware of any 
and they followed you for a totally different reason, which they will share with you. That's good intel, right? So I would go and make a habit of reaching out to those followers. And if you, if you have many and you haven't done it at all, dole it out, do 10 a day, do 20 a day, do whatever you can, three a day, whatever you can do, you should do it. Because you will start conversations with those people. And once you've planted the seed, it becomes so much simpler to transition when it makes sense quickly, not in three months, but over the course of a conversation or two, right? You can do that. And the other thing is we want you to actively go find your people. The example Nicole gave you is perfect. Other examples, of course, are hanging out in places where you want to be that have nothing to do with your business and just seeing who in there is awesome and loving on their content and showing up in their stories. Because as soon as you comment on their stories, you're in their inbox. That's where we want to be, right? And let them send you a friend request. They will. That way you don't get in trouble with any admins. It's, not, it's really not hard. It's just that we have to make a habit of exercising that muscle every day. So one of the exercises that we are doing, we're doing a 10-day challenge with our team right now. And the exercise we gave them today was something that we actually got from Fraser Brooks, ironically, in the, uh, I think it's from the GoPro Accelerator program. So if some of you are in it, you recognize it. He recommends people reach out and ask people if they're willing to answer a one-question survey. Now, I think his script says, if you'll do me a favor, I'm not a fan of favors, so I wouldn't word it like that. I would just say, hey, hope you're having a great start to your week. I'm doing a little, a little reconnaissance, like I'd make a joke out of it. I'm doing a little recon, and I have one, a one-question survey I would love to give you if you're willing to answer it. I wouldn't ask for favors. They're going to still say yes. And then give them a question that has a this or that option that's related to something that you do. So if you're in fitness, you could say, um, which do you struggle with more, fitness or nutrition? If that, if it's relevant to the person, right? It depends on who you're reaching out to. If you're somebody who does content all on uh, menopause, which symptom tr has been more problematic for you, this or that? Um, if it's, if your content's not related to those kind of things, you could ask questions like, when are you more productive morning or evening? Which do you prefer reading or listen to audibles? It doesn't matter. Whatever's going <laughs> to give you an answer that is actually relevant to your audience and is a great conversation starter. Try that out. My goal is to just get you in as many conversations as possible and whatever will get you to do that. I'm a fan of. So we'll leave it at that because we got to wrap it up. Nicole, any last words of wisdom? We got to roll. We do have to roll. No, we want you to do this. And we're going to ask that you, you, if you do this, we want you to put this in your stories. Not necessarily, I just did a, but not, I did a thing, but go in your stories and talk about something that you're super excited about. And it could be a, a recipe that you found. It could be a pair of new shoes, but I want you to share with people what, what makes you happy? Because when they start actually seeing you as a person and that you're outside of the sale sometimes and you put it in your stories and you're like, oh my gosh, you guys, I just found the best pair of shoes or oh my goodness, I just had the most amazing conversation with my next door neighbor and we haven't talked in months. Uh, and then put a little lesson behind it. Tag us, 
you don't have to, we don't have to see the tags, push them off the screen, but we want to see you do something on a very personal level today. That's going to bring more people into you and reach out to those people. Try to reach out to at least 10 people today that are your people or that are following you and send that message, give them options and do it after you put something personal up in your stories. So if they do come back and see you, they're going to know you're a real person. This is where it begins. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Stacy. Have a good one. Bye for now.